You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to the Soul Forge Podcast. This is episode 69, dudes! Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey everybody, it's Sean here, and with me today I have two special guests for episode 69. I've got Karen, who you know from the Unmasked Confidence episode. Hello. And I've got Jason from the last episode, the Bridget episode, episode 68. How's it going? Excellent. How are you guys? Fantastic. Great. Good. Glad to hear it. Okay, so I, uh, I figured I would have some guests on for episode 69 because it's going to be the sex episode. <laughs> Of course. Because <laughs> what else could it be, right? Well, episode 69. It's got to be. That's right. Do you guys remember the uh, summer of 69? No. No. I do. It was 1997 and it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. All right. So I, I don't know how we're going to talk about this episode uh, particularly. I didn't think we would uh, bring up any specific sex incidents unless we want to, unless that's where the conversation goes. Depends on how nervous we are, all are talking about this kind of thing. How are you guys feeling right now? Pretty uh, good. Good, but a little nervous. Um, I'm putting into the back of my head to be respectful of any partners that, I may, that may come to my mind as we're speaking because not all of them might be as open as I am about things. So That's, that's a definite concern. It's true. Uh, the last episode was the Bridget episode and talked about that relationship and got a nice comment from Richard from Australia. You saw the comment, didn't you? Hi, Richard from Australia. Thank you very much, buddy. Yep, it was a great comment and uh, just what we needed to hear, pretty much, and especially what I needed to hear. There needs to be more Richard from Australia in this world. I know there does. And I'm trying to get him to be on the podcast one day. I, I threatened that I was going to fly down to Australia, track him <laughs> down, and have a conversation with him. I'll tell you what, you do that, I'll go with you. Okay, I've never been there, so... I'm uh, down for the great down under. Sounds good. All right. Hey, have you ever had... An Australian kiss? No. It's the same thing I as a French kiss, but it's down under. <laughs> That's oh. a good one. That's good. I'm going to use that. That's one of the oldest dirty jokes I remember. <laughs> okay, so to move right into the sex topic, do you guys like sex? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> if probably we wouldn't agree to be here nope. if we didn't. We'd be like some of the other ones that probably more probably told you no. That's true, actually. Funny thing, uh, when I was trying to get people for this thing, I wanted to get four or five different people. But of course, some people don't like to be on a podcast. They don't like to be recorded. Mm -hmm. It's nerve-wracking, right? Almost got Bishop's mom, Trish, on the podcast. Really? It was this close. But she had a long day at work and she was really tired, so she couldn't do it. But having my ex talk about sex with me in the room here, with you guys... That, that definitely that, could have been an interesting conversation. That would have been an interesting conversation. 
Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that'll be episode one sixty nine. <laughs> I'm down for that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we can talk about sex on episode one eight one. Yep. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, listeners to the podcast know that I was 20 years old when I lost my virginity. How old were you, Jay? 16. Wow. And Karen? 16. 16. Yeah. There's a common denominator here. Right. I was a late bloomer. I was a mom at 17. So my mom was maybe a mom I could have made some, some different choices, but, you know, I love my son, so... Huh? There you go. Worked out. Mm-hmm. It did. And at 16, I was every teenage boy that every father didn't want to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Um, I had one thing on my mind at 16 years old. Is it the topic of this podcast episode? Oh, you're darn right it is. Yeah? Were you a horny little bugger? You could say that. Yeah? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Have any, do you have any specific fun stories that you could talk about in general? or? Well, my first time to be one of them. Okay. Uh, first time was with a, uh, a young lady. I uh, won't well, give last names, but her name was Leanne. Okay. Very pretty. And she was an adventurous one herself. Oh, yes. Her first time was in a uh, public park. Really? Yes. Another common denominator. You too, huh? <laughs> wow. I'm trying to drink coffee and, and being unsuccessful. <laughs> wow. Also in a public park. In Percy pub? Lake. Ah, uh, okay. In the park. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't know where Percy Lake is, but... It's not It's not um, as public as like a park in the city. It's still public. It's not like Hollinger Park. No, exactly. Oh, okay. So it's kind of off, tucked away it's in the corner. But it it's is, tucked oh, away, okay. but it's still it's still a public park. It is. There's a lot of yeah. people there. Sometimes. Depending. Maybe there wasn't when you were there. There were people, but not lots of people. Okay. So you could do it kind of hidden or yeah. somewhat... Well, that, that's part of the excitement, right? Getting caught. Hoping to, but not to, you know, like... Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, 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 I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. The rush of being... <laughs> of, and, and, and to put it out there with my fat white ass. Nice. <laughs> Just saying. So both of your first times was in a public park. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Okay, I've never done it in a public park. You gotta catch up, man. I, I do need to catch up. Apparently, yep. I'm a little bit old for that now, but uh, I still. Oh, have... Well, you know, there, you can that. find printable checklists on the internet so that you can <laughs> check off all the uh, different adventure spots. She's a bad influence, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. <laughs> I knew you guys would get along. <laughs> this is how I ended up invited to this podcast. <laughs> Should invite her more often. <laughs> well, she's definitely welcome back anytime. We're, we've, we've, we've got a whole series of them to come. We just haven't had a chance to get together because we live busy lives. And yeah. it's, it's hard to connect our schedules. Well, that's what happens when you grow up, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, you're 16 and you have time to have sex in public parks. And then, <laughs> then, then you're 40 and it's like... Yeah. Where'd all the public parks go? Exactly. It's, it, it's a matter of taking your significant other and having time in your working days to be like, oh, I don't have energy for that. Well, not tonight. I, I have a headache. <laughs> Try to work that into a public park. That would be interesting. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. So 16 in a public park. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't think I have anything that tops that. Oh, come on. Deep down inside, there's got to be something. Um... 
I, I can't think of anything. I already told you, you're, I, I know Stephanie's episode. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, other than uh, having my first time be with a lesbian. That, that's That's pretty good. That's, it was, almost, that's almost topic. It wasn't in a public park. I want to shake your hand. All right, you can shake my hand. We're shaking hands right now, listeners. Because, uh, yeah, he topped me off on that one. I've never had sex with a lesbian. I've had sex with a gay man, so... How was that? Well... It was all right, but it was kind of awkward, and at the time I didn't know why it was awkward until he left me for a guy and came out, and then it was like, oh, okay. Explains a lot. So yeah, what, exactly. So you didn't know. No, I didn't okay, know. Okay, okay. Well, see, that's, a, that, that's kind of understandable. Yeah. You were with him for a while? Uh, for a year, yeah. And then, and then he was like, you know... I tried this, I and tried it this, didn't it work. I tried this, it didn't work, and there's this guy, and... You know, at that point, That's there's really nothing you can do. It's like, all right, well, that explains some things. <laughs> I guess it would, right? Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't really feel like he was into it, I guess. Exactly. It was just awkward, you know. And I'd say awkward is an understatement in that situation. I'm trying to think of how you must have been feeling. That's Well, I, I didn't know what was awkward. It was like, there's something awkward about this. Yeah. But when you don't know exactly what it is, it's like... Hey, this is well, no, I mean about yeah. the situation where he told you oh, that, that, yeah. that he was gay Yeah, he came out. Like, well, that's just one of those things where there's really nothing you can say other than, okay, well, I right, hope you then. guys are happy. Good luck. See, good luck. Right. See ya. Cause <laughs> See you around because, you know. You can't really be mad. No. I, I guess you could that he wasted a year of your life. Right, but I don't but. think he fully knew himself at that point. We were still pretty young and, you know, I think he was figuring things out and well, and back then it it wasn't as open open yeah. It wasn't as an open to- spoken topic. Exactly. Okay. So um I think he was hoping that he wasn't. Okay, I could understand you that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Oh I like, totally get that. Oh maybe maybe but no. It's definitely gay. <laughs> Well, oh, I can. I, I'm not saying I can relate to that feeling, but uh, I can definitely say I've witnessed the awkward conversations. My cousin himself mm-hmm. actually oh. came out of the closet, uh, and he introduced mm. his boyfriend to the entire family. But at first, he was just a friend, mm. right? And then we got together for dinner the next night, and he came out and he said, "Look, I I lied to you last night. This is not just a friend. He's my boyfriend." And mm-hmm. we're, we're all, we were all good with that, but it was still back in the day, in the time where it yeah. was taboo. Taboo. It was a taboo subject, and everybody and had the same. And you didn't always know how different people were going to react because you exactly. might think that somebody was going to be cool, and then they'd freak out on you, or you know. I'll so. tell you, I didn't know how to react. I wasn't expecting it. No. Mm. But I floored my cousin when I walked up and gave his husband a hug. <laughs> Acceptance. But that was actually after a couple of beers. Well, <laughs> why did you think he was going to do something? No, okay, no, well, that's no. good. It was just it, it, it was just after a couple of beers. Oh, okay. Just that that's the way the situation happened. Gotcha. That's how it not happened. not that you needed a couple of beers to hug. No, okay. no, gotcha. no, no. I I am full out comfortable with my sexuality, Sean. If you ever need a eat a hug, but I'm on this side of the bench. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm currently okay, but uh, fantastic. I, thanks for the offer. Hey, and speaking of offers, we've got other podcasts here on the ESO Network. Let's play a promo for one of those podcasts right now. Okay, auditions for the new Earth Station Who co-host. Take one, go ahead. Hello, Stonehenge, who takes the Pandora Cup, takes the universe, but, bad news everyone, cause guess who, ha, listen, you lot you're all whizzing about, it's really very distracting, could you all just stay still a minute because I am talking. Not too shabby, can you close this up?
Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating over 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. You never know where the TARDIS is going to go next. Earth Station Who podcast can be found at www.earthstationwho.com. Earth Station Who is a proud member of the ESO network. We are up on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Peace and we are done. Did I pass the audition? We'll get back to you. Next. And that was great. I hope you listened to that podcast because it's awesome. Definitely will check that out. Yes. All right. So back to sex talk here on Soul Forge. <laughs> yes. 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 All right. So we, we've, deci- we've decided we like sex. That's a given. Okay. The public parks are good. Public parks are good. I definitely have to try that. I've done it in cars and stuff. On side of the roads, on the highway, and whatnot. On the side of the road, in the car, or out of the car? Oh, in the car. Okay, because there is something to be said for the wind on your skin, really. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm vaguely interested now. Yeah, that's intriguing. The wind on your skin is actually a good thing. I, it I, I is, can't say, but yeah. I, I, I can't say I've done it on the side of the highway. Okay. But the wind on your skin is fantastic. Well, he said he was in the car, so that's different than on the side of the highway. But if you don't want to be seen, mm-hmm. roofs are good because many people don't look up. Oh. So especially if there's several stories, people yeah. don't look up. You seem like a very resourceful human. So if you're like on a, on a high fire escape, you can see all the people and all the city. Mm-hmm. They don't look up. Huh. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good to know. Okay. And you get the wind on your skin because it's windy when you go up high. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've got so many questions going on in my head right now, and I'm not sure that we have enough time to answer all of them. <laughs> we just might. Why don't you ask one of them? <laughs> How do you know all that? <laughs> well, I, I was um, on a uh, radio show that is hosted by Dr. Susan Block. It's a sex radio show out of Los Angeles, and it is... Um, recorded in her private club, private which is club. yes, private club. Okay, sex club. Which is on the top, yeah. Which is on the top floor of this big old warehouse in um, in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And when you're in the middle of Los Angeles, nobody looks up at the fire escape. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. A fire escape. Now that's an interesting spot. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm going to have to go around here and look for a fire escape. <laughs> <laughs> there are probably some. I don't know if I'd want to do it on a fire escape in Timmins, but... Well, maybe not in Timmins. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it would depend on where and which one and, you know... How clean it is. Yeah, well, you could always bring, like, a blanket. Yep, you could. Even still. <laughs> okay, so you're you more concerned about the public park... You're less concerned about the public park than you are about the fire escape? To a certain extent. <laughs> wow. Okay. So far, this is a very interesting conversation. I knew it would be. I knew it would be. Okay, so I've never done it in the park. I have done it in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's done it in their backyard. Yeah. Or, or I, I, on the a deck. backyard. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of different places. Mm-hmm. I did it at a conservation area on a public picnic bench. Oh. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to try it in an elevator like you see in all the movies. That's something I've never done. What about you guys? No. In an elevator. You know, where you, where you hit the button? Never done it, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I've thought about it, but elevator doors open pretty quickly. They like, do. you don't have a lot of time. And we don't have any high-rises here. Yeah. Like we have and it's not like the movies doors. when you hit the stop button, the alarm doesn't go off and you have time. 
Yeah, you exactly. hit the stop button right. in any apartment building around here, and the alarm's going off, and it's usually drawing attention to you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're like, "Are you stuck in there?" Uh, One minute. <laughs> <laughs> I could not imagine that conversation going very well. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think that I think you'd get in trouble for you know. Yes. Setting off an emergency alarm and wasting the time of the rescue crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you Talk can do it on the fire truck. Caught with your pants down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, this is this is probably why none of us have had that experience yet. Yeah. So I, what, I like how you put that. I like the yet part. What you need is to know the superintendent of a high rise building, mm -hmm. who you can trust to arrange for some elevator time. Elevator time. Yeah. Borrow the service key. Mm. See? There you go. Exactly. If you know the caregiver of the building, the owner of the building. Or even if you don't, just say you're moving some stuff out. Can I borrow the service key? That's a good idea. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. We don't have a lot of high-rise buildings here in town. But no. that just means we have to go for a road trip to Toronto or something. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, you arrange that one with my wife and I'm so down for that. A sex road trip. A sex road trip. Because we're going to go around the country having sex in different elevators. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new podcast on that one. Right? We get to do a live recording. <laughs> um, or not. No. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. I'm an open guy to talk can, about my sexual experiences. I can experiences, just see but your wife's a... response when you go home and say, so, I have agreed to be recorded live on a sex road trip. We're going around to elevators. See, my wife doesn't even want me to talk about this right now because every time I try to get anything out of her, she's like, she tells me to get that thing away from her. Well, she's how many months pregnant? she's, what? in December. So, oh, uh, well. She's got three months left. Yeah. So, right now, she's in pain and craving everything. Yeah. Right. So, except for that. So, now yeah. is absolutely not the time to talk about a sex elevator tour. No. No. <laughs> Give it about four months after the C section and you might get somewhere. Sex elevator trip to 2019. Here we go. This is not where I expected this conversation to go. I, I actually had no idea where it was going to go. I like it. Because that's how the Soul Forge works, as you guys know. Just wing it. You just wing it and talk about whatever comes up. And because it's the Soul Forge, it's life, the universe, and everything, any topic is wide open. So there you go. There we go. And did you know you can listen to Soul Forge on Spotify? No. Well, you can. Hey, podcast fans, Spotify is making it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device, desktop app, and smart speaker. Open the app on your mobile device or desktop, click on the browser channel, then click on the podcast section. You'll be able to stay thoroughly entertained during your commute to work, your drive home, and your downtime, thanks to Spotify. That's nothing to do with sex. But oh, I, just I knew I'd bring it was it on iTunes, but I didn't know it was on Spotify. Yeah, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. I'm pretty sure Apple it's Podcast. the one that I use, Apple Podcasts. I don't know if it's iTunes or Apple Podcasts. They keep changing names of everything, but... Uh, I don't know, on mm. my phone it just has a little square that says Podcasts. And of course, yeah. if you look up my name, Sean Vanderloo. What's that name again? Sean Vanderloo. You can find all our podcasts on YouTube. Just look up that name. What's the name again? Sean Vanderloo. You got it. Sean Vanderloo. So there you go. Now back to the sex talk after that little mini station identification break. <laughs> What's next? Is there any place that you wanted to have sex but have not yet? Besides elevators. Thinking like a man. a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Other than elevators? Where you would want to do it? Yeah. 
That's, that's, hmm. I don't know, because often it's been kind of spontaneous. It's not something that I've, I've decided, you know, hey, Let's I think I need to go find an elevator. Right. Like this conversation, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Movie theater. Um, I have used my fingers on a lady in the movie theater, but never actually had sex. Is that right? So that's something. So you've got like a half check mark on the, on the, yeah. check, on the list. That's right. He's got the beginnings mm-hmm. of a check mark on that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, because of course sex can include we everything. We should write this list down. We should. We should. Yeah. But, and make it like a, like a, like a, a bucket list for sex in our lives. Ooh, there you There's go. There's probably sex one if we search list. on Google. <laughs> Oh, live research right I on the podcast. I love the way she thinks. This is great. <laughs> live research on a podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah, so. Movie theater. Um, and, and sex can include, like, not just the physical Anything, act, anything. Any sexual thing. Like, Well, if that's, if that's the case, I mean, if they want to go into the full Monty, so to speak, yeah, yeah. of the topic, then yes, I have received a oral section in a movie theater. Okay, very nice. Yes. Uh, of course, hand job and blow job in a car. That works. Yes, that's always good. I that I, I I'll be the first one to uh, gentleman probably that I know that to admit that I've never climaxed while driving a vehicle. Oh come on! I kind this... of fit. It, it, I, I'm a driver for a living. I drive right tractor trailer, and the the fact it's scary. We need to do more research. The The first thing that comes up says ultimate sex bucket list, and I click on it. There's only 50 items on the list. That cannot be the ultimate bucket list. Well, what, okay. are, what are some of them? Okay, let's see. Oh, yes. I'm interested now. Uh, have a threesome, engage in an orgy, phone sex, get tied up, tie up your sexual partner. This have sex in the car. Like it's just like that whole tie yeah. up thing. It never really excited me at all. I don't tie care about up. the tie up thing. Oh. No, it doesn't. Maybe I just haven't been tied up right. I don't know. <laughs> well, could you go? You have been tied up though. Uh, or I've tied up. I, I have vague recollections of that. There, either, there are so many scenarios, and there's so many things that you can use to tie a person up. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, well, different people because different people react to those situations differently. So I don't know. There are so. Th- there's sometimes when I've found those things interesting on either side of it, and sometimes when it's just like, no, this isn't working. And it has to do with, with the people and the materials. and. Well, yeah. You know. Every situation is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the whole, what was one of them, orgies? Yeah. Threesome. And, and threesomes and stuff? Yeah. Actually, I was just going to say, the whole threesome subject, we don't have to ask Karen if she's ever been involved. She just said she was at a sex club. So I'm, I'm going to assume that that, that that answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Sean? Uh, More than one? I, I was involved with uh, three other ladies at one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, High five, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this was back in university. Uh, it was various combinations of stuff, mostly just fooling around. Okay. But it was everybody was naked in my room, and it was fun. So... Yeah. That's good. When it's fun, you know you have a good combination of people and personalities because because threesomes and orgies can be a lot of fun. They can also get super awkward if you have somebody who's either dramatic or who's a taker but not a giver. Right. Yes. And wants like all the attention all the time, then it's like Yeah, that's never good. No. And if you're actually gonna have a threesome or a morsome, make sure everybody involved is full out comfortable in doing it. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you bring, say, if you somehow talk your significant other into it and all of a sudden he or she 
has a change of heart, it gets real awkward real quick. No, you have to... I have never experienced that, but I do know people who have. But mm. I have experienced three of them. You have? Yes. Very yeah. good. You're right. Everybody has to be comfortable but... with themselves and the other people present exactly. and the whole idea of what is going on. Have to be able to communicate about everything, basically. Oh, it's all about communication. For yeah. sure it is. Absolutely. I, I find the whole threesome topic comes up a lot mm. with a partner, but it never actually happens quite as much as it's talked about, at least in my experience. You, you seem to be able to talk about things a little bit more openly than when, it, than when you take action amongst that situation. Yeah, exactly. Um, myself, I have suggested the threesome option to multiple different girlfriends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've said yes, and then when it's okay, yeah, we've start looking into people, thinking about people to select for that. All it can be hard to find the right get person. Feet. Of course. I'll be honest with you. I've got cold feet. I've suggested it. And when it come down to it, be like, yeah, no, I'm not into that so much. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a... Kind of worn off. It's an exciting idea rather than an exciting thing to do. It's like a... Because it makes getting it Getting caught in public in a public park. Right. It, uh, uh, it, it, it wears off eventually. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Karen has a lot of interesting stories. I, I'm thinking so. <laughs> yeah. Um... But it really definitely depends on the people involved, and if you get a person who just doesn't click, then it can it can make it seem less exciting for the future, because then you're like, oh, what if I get somebody like that person? Because then it becomes like a chore, instead mm -hmm. of something fun and spontaneous. Or if somebody gets dramatic afterwards, and you know, because it, it happens. People, people get jealous, people get awkward, and... and uh, the more people involved in any situation, the more likely that something will get weird. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why sometimes people can can shy away from these situations because you don't want things to get weird once you've been intimate with someone. Well, no, no, that's right. You know, the getting weird part definitely makes things awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it ruins friendships sometimes. It's uh, ruined friendships, relationships, marriages. Yeah, all, all mm -hmm. that stuff. Everything. Yeah. The most fun threesomes, though, are the ones you don't even know you're about to partake in. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Tell me oh, yeah. more. Uh, my very first threesome, actually, um, I was invited to a party, and all my buddies were there, all their girlfriends, the whole nine yards. We were all out in this big field, big bonfire, mm -hmm. and I probably was the drunkest one there. Mm. Um, I, uh, I actually was the last one, the last one to leave, or so to speak. Okay. I helped. I was a little bit more sober than what people thought I was. I uh, stayed back to help clean up, and uh, yeah, and I sat down for a couple of minutes just before waiting for my cab. And I thought the my buddy who owned the house uh, called me the cab, and he did not actually. His girlfriend decided to start getting naked beside me on the couch, and I'm like, um, um, what is she doing? She goes. He says to me, "Oh, she's horny. She wants to." She wants to have sex, and I'm like, "You gotta wait till I leave, right?" She goes, "No, she wants to have sex with you." I'm like, "And you're cool with that?" She, he's like, "Yep." I'm like, "All right, well, wow. okay." And it progressed from there. Ah. So yeah. the, those ones are you, you don't even know what you're about to partake in. Yeah, I went to uh, a friend's birthday party once, and you know, just you know, birthday party, everybody bring food, whatever. We thought we were going to a birthday party. Well, we get there, and this friend had gone shopping for the party um, favors. Yes, and the party favors were these lace panties in different color for each woman, and she's like passing them out. Here, put these on, put these on, put these on, and we're like, all right. 
And so then... Can you do me a favor? The next party you get invited to with that, can you invite me? <laughs> this person is no longer in Timmins, unfortunately. But Don't. So, so then we have... The, the guys who were there were fully clothed, but the women were all in these lace panties, and I was wearing... Somehow I ended up wearing my belt as a shirt. And <laughs> things just went from there. It just turned into a, a thing. I think we just confirmed these interesting <laughs> stories from Karen. Yep. I think you're right. Yep. We definitely need to hang out more. And the, I agree. The situations like that are great when you find out that people are trustworthy, though, because in the middle of all this, you know, we're all dancing with you know, my belt as a shirt, my boss walks into the party, looks, and says, Huh. <laughs> well, you were here first, so I'll just go, and we won't talk about this at work. <laughs> I'm like... Thank you. Awkward. <laughs> That's awesome. I love but it. it was the greatest response because he just went, hmm. oh, you're here. You were here first. I guess I'd better go. And it was never mentioned again. That's good. Yeah. It was just, all right. At least they were respectable. This discretion exactly. is a very nice uh, But the thing is, is when you both end up in the same place and it's a place that that kind of thing is happening... Hopefully people can be, you know, adult about Grown it. Grown up about it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. I can't say I've ever been in that situation. <laughs> you no. got me there, Karen. <laughs> yeah, I have not been in nearly that many kind of different uh, I don't know. interesting these, situations. These kinds of things just happen. Things like that just <laughs> do seem to happen to you somehow. I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I think we need to have a follow-up episode later on. <laughs> of course. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> that could be a topic all on its own. Yes. Yes, it could. <laughs> yes. Okay. Is there anything else we should discuss? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I know right now neither of us can keep a straight face. <laughs> this is this is true. This is true. Um, I'm glad that uh, you were free tonight to come on to the episode. Yeah. So that, yeah, I didn't know because, you know, my work schedule has been kind of... All over the place? Uh, all over the place and unpredictable, so it was nice it worked out. It, it was very nice, yes. I'm so thankful that it wasn't just you and me. <laughs> that would have been... <laughs> that would have been insanely awkward as a podcast episode. I think you might be right. Because <laughs> I have no been nowhere near entertaining as she has been. <laughs> it still might be a bit of an awkward <laughs> podcast episode, depending on who listens and what. I'm curious to hear what Richard has to say. Richard, send us your feedback, but I am so interested <laughs> in what you're going to say. I, I, I do I, not I'm know this, Richard. <laughs> he, uh, he's been a long-time listener. He started listening to me on Rusted Robot Podcast. All right. And then I started Soulforge, and he switched over to that one as well. And uh, ever since Soulforge has come along, every so often he'll make a nice comment on, okay. on the episode link and give his feedback on it. And he's open and honest and gives great feedback. And, uh, yeah, he's just awesome. So I've read some of the comments, and as I've been going through the podcasts and listening, and my and my power listening, as I've been telling you about, and uh, yeah, I'm so, definitely interested in meeting this. So one thing, on. one thing I'll say though is that when I talk about this stuff publicly, <clears throat> sometimes you know men get super creepy. So if men get creepy about this, I'm going to send them to YouTube. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, how would you like us to handle this? Or I'll, I'll leave that up to you. Right on. So super creepy. 
Yeah. Because... Because they figure that if I'm open to the kind of situation I described, then I must be open to having sex with anyone, and uh, that I should be open to having sex with anyone, and that's just not the case. Well, of course not. You're you're discerning. You have yeah. uh, standards and whatnot. And, and creepy... Means they can they can go somewhere else, right? <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. need that in my life. No, you don't. So, yeah. but that that happens when mm. I speak openly about things. All of a sudden, there there's some creepy dude who comes out of the woodwork and is like, "So, it's like, yeah. mm. and he's got that drooling, lecherous look in his eye, right?" And you know they're creepy when they they just stare don't go away or yep. they like stare, and follow, and... Hung, yeah, yeah, and uh, and it. it it happens, so... I bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we should take away from this podcast is don't be creepy. Yeah. Uh, sex in a park is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. uh, make sure it's consensual. Yeah, of course. Uh, be be res- safe. Be respectful and discreet. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what else? Safe. Safe, yeah. Lock the door. Make sure you lock the door. So you're safe. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd like to see a public park, though, with a door that you unlock. That would be an interesting situation. <laughs> you bring your own on a frame, <laughs> stick it in the middle of that, lock it, step behind it, <laughs> and have sex right there. How did I know you were going there? <laughs> well, you could say you've had sex in a park behind closed doors. That's right. Exactly. I haven't, I haven't done that. that, but I have thought about that because it would be hilarious. But, I mean, you definitely get caught. Because if there's a big door in the middle of a park, yeah. people are going to go over and be and like... open that door. They're going to open it, they're going to look behind it and be like, the heck's with this door? Oh. you got to make sure there's a people that there. kind of door. Yeah. That's right. Oh, boy. Okay. So... I think that's where we'll end the show. <laughs> Thanks for being on the episode, guys. Thanks Appreciate for having it. Us. Hey, it's awesome. So, uh, listeners, hope you had some fun. Hope you enjoyed that uh, brief talk about sex. Maybe we'll have a more in-depth topic on a particular subject regarding it one day. Um, check out the YouTube channel and Facebook page and all that good stuff. And remember, if you're not willing to look stupid, nothing great is ever going to happen to you. This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Contact the show by emailing soulforgepodcast at gmail.com or by tweeting soulforgepod on Twitter. Visit us at soulforgepodcast.com and remember the best way to show your support is by leaving a five-star review in the iTunes store. And if you would, please check us out and like us on Facebook. The Soul Forge Podcast was written, produced, scored, edited, engineered, and directed by Sean Vanderloo. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. For more great content, you can listen to my other podcast, The Rusted Robot. Thanks for stopping by the forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit. I could do this all day. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.